nowadays, almost every company is a technological company. So a lot of PMs are the classical PM of, I have an engineering team and I'm preparing features for them to do. So we have, or a lot of people have the concept of this PM that uh, writes uh, product backlog items, prepares them for the team, uh, manages them during, refine something, etc. And basically what Airbnb is saying is our PMs are not quite that. They are more lean towards marketing and they have other kinds of functions. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of Product Value, the podcast where product wrestlers can hear our experience as we talk to road of product management. Today with us, as always, David, and we will be discussing the trend topic on the product management community these days. That is what the CEO of Airbnb mentioned uh, these days of the morph of the PM role with marketing. So, David, tell me, when did you hear about this news and uh, what did you explore about it? Because there has been a lot of fuzz about it and people yeah. saying a bunch sort of things. So, what's your take on it? Yeah. So, I read it last week when it came out. And from there, there was a lot of um, well-known product leaders talking about this topic, right? Like probably you saw it on LinkedIn, Twitter, everywhere, right? They they were talking about it. And what I felt is that there was different uh, understanding of what was said. And there were like some uh, people feeling confused, right? Which I believe is, uh, well, it's what it is, right? When you, you, you feel that maybe you are losing a little bit of your power, I will say, or your position or you're scared that, oh, but I'm now moving as a PM, I'm moving career to PM and now they are saying that PM role is dead. What's going on now? So it creates a lot of confusion. So yeah, I look a little bit into it. I spoke with some people, I spoke with you last week about that. Uh, but I, I believe we should start with what Brian Chesky said in an interview. And then we can go from there. Um, and I have, I have it here written in my notes. So what, what he basically said, he, he said the following. If you're a senior product manager, you also have to do outbound marketing. You are not allowed to decouple the roles. So we have no pure product marketeers who don't do product management. We don't allow that. And their job is to keep the entire company stitched together and make sure we understand the story we are telling who's the products for, and make sure everything we deliver ships to that product. It ladders up to a cohesive product story. It's very much like Apple, by the way, Apple as product marketing at scale. So basically, he's saying that, I mean, if you look into Airbnb, right? Uh, Airbnb is a big consumer company, huge, right? They, they provide experience for travelers, interesting business for hosts. And I believe this morph that Brian Chesky is talking about of having PMs, product managers that are also owners of the messaging of the marketing, I believe in, the, in their context probably makes sense, right? And they mentioned Apple several times, as far as I know. As you know, Apple is really good at talking about product. Just see what they said about the iPod. 
you're going to have 1,000 songs on your pocket. Or what they uh, they said about iPhone, uh, you're going to have an iPod and a, a phone, an internet communicator in your pocket. We are reinventing the phone. What I've seen over the last years in tech companies is that there is a sometimes a huge like silo break, uh, separation between product management and marketing, like two different silos, right? And it brings a lot of uh, problems regarding ownership, like who owns what, right? Uh, who understands the market, the clients, the messaging of the product, the story that we are telling, or we are only as a PM building things and marketing is selling things, but well, where is the cohesive thing? And I believe the sentence that Brian mentioned says that basically you need to stitch together what's the story about the product and what you're building with. So that's what I get. I believe it can work for them, but um, let's explore a little bit more about what he said. So what was your take when you got this, when we spoke about this and what were your first feelings? Okay, so there are several things that come to my mind. And the first one is I find this topic very interesting because, uh, as you know, we have been talking about uh, something similar since we joined this uh, road of product management. That is, we noticed that is a, a job that overlaps a lot with other areas of the company. And we have been changing experience. Like, what, what is it like for you? Uh, do, do you have your hand a little bit on marketing? Do you have your hand uh, a little bit in design? So all this is working in your company and we are exchanging these ideas. One conclusion that we reach at the time is it will depend on context. So there will be in companies where you will have your hand a little bit more in marketing or a little bit more in design or a little bit more maybe in sales. So what you did in Airbnb in their context makes a lot of sense. We don't know. I'm not there. I never worked there, but maybe it makes a lot of sense because from my understanding and from my understanding, this is a role that requires you to touch several areas. So maybe in some companies, there are some areas that are stronger and need uh, a stronger guidance than others. And it makes sense that maybe the PM role is morphed or has more influence in those areas. It's natural for me. And I don't see it with, uh, with, with bad eyes. By the way, you speak about this. Uh, where do you see that overlap with marketing? And I know that you you also touch a little bit on that on your past, right? Uh, in past experience. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. With marketing, I see, for example, a lot of overlap in uh, knowing your customer. Who is your customers? What is their problems? Uh, what is, let's say, the persona behind uh, that we are building this product with? And this is something that product also explores a lot. Uh, yeah. They also want to know the customer very well. So this is a huge overlap between the two roles. Another overlap that I see is in more practical terms on a today is, for example, uh, let's say you have a website where you communicate your products. So what do you want to highlight in your website? What are the core features you want to expose? What, which, which, what should come first? And how should we communicate uh, to the customer Mm -hmm. what we want in order for him to be engaged with our products. And this is kind of things that's product things and also marketing things because they are thinking about conversion, for example, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. and getting leads. So there's a little bit of overlap there. I would say that normally in marketing, 
you will go a little bit deeper in the technical parts, like uh, so where I'm going to expose it and what the mechanisms and finding the mechanism. Yeah, exactly, more processes. But the overall idea and the big picture, I guess, is shared by both. So you said one thing uh, when you were reading the, the Airbnb statement that you say if you are senior PM, you are expo you are expected to do to be doing outbound marketing. Yeah. So this is where I see where it overlaps very well with each other because me being a product manager, let's say a senior product manager at Airbnb doing outbound marketing, it's okay because I don't really need to know the really specific details of all the tools of marketing. No, so that maybe could be for someone that is maybe an intermediate marketeer or maybe someone junior that could do that part for me. And uh, one common path that then maybe a junior marketeer and a junior PM can have in the future is that they both will be senior PMs. So yeah. I, I can yeah, see exactly. this totally. They'll join, they will join the, the same journey, even though they, they started probably to, uh, in different places, they will uh, exactly. grow inside the company towards the same path, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, mm -hmm. makes sense. Yeah. And this for me brings another topic that we already discussed that is Google at some point were only uh, hiring PMs that were previous entrepreneurs. Yeah, so... yeah, yeah, exactly. Founders, okay, they, so they, they, preferred, is... they preferred PMs Founder, that, right? had, uh, that had founders. Uh, I believe Meta, uh, Facebook also had that uh, yeah. policy. Now with the layoff, mm -hmm. I don't know what's going on, but they had that, yeah. Okay, so this is... One more reason where I see where in some companies, maybe uh, a product manager is more of a product marketing manager and mm -hmm. in others, it could be more design oriented. Uh, for others, it can be more technologically uh, technological oriented. It will depend on the context of the company. And I, and I, what I want to say to this is, and I understand why Google, for example, preferred founders because normally founders, they are exposed to a lot of parts of the company, the same as PMs normally are. Um, solving problems so and if you, the financials yeah, so if, and how, exactly. how you build a business, right? Exactly. So if you hire a PM that is already that has already been exposed to it, so is a big chance that you will know how to interact with all of these people in, 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 in a bigger company. But then let's say when you are small, you have to touch all the areas, but when you are uh, when you have a company that is bigger enough that you start splitting stuff, Maybe uh, there are some cases where companies where some of these areas are stronger or or are more of part of the core business. In the case of the Airbnb, it's clearly marketing. So it makes sense to have a product manager that is more of a PMM. But maybe in Figma, I'm not, I'm not sure, not to want to say anything, but it will be maybe more a product manager that is more uh, linked to design. Or maybe, uh, for example, both, in my case, both. that I with developer yeah. tools, I'm a PM that is more linked towards technology. Yeah, yeah, and I mean a, a company, a product company, is, doesn't need to to have just a blueprint of what a PM is. Uh, they can have PMs more oriented to marketing, uh, PMs are more oriented technology design. Bit regarding the product they are working in, uh, because normally these companies don't have only one product; they have different experience, uh, different value proposition. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I get mm -hmm. what you you mentioned um, of of the overlap and being all around the place. I mean, you touch, depend, again, depending on the context, but you you can touch on design, marketing, business, uh, engineering, um, etc. You need to, to build empathy with different players, different people, right? Mm -hmm, Each exactly. company is different and you can be exposed to uh, 
different degrees. Like, for example, at Beats Medical, I'm exposed to a lot of engineering. I'm exposed a little bit to, to, to marketing. And I'm exposed also to design. But if I had to rank it, I will say engineering, design, marketing. Uh, and overall business sense, of course, uh, because otherwise, uh, how you can grow a small company to a bigger one. So, but I believe some uh, PMs can be more exposed to the design part, like you're saying, or they mm -hmm. are uh, very direct to consumer based and they are talking about metrics, funnels, uh, tactics, growth, how you, you try out a couple of uh, tactics to, to grow the product, to learn to increase um, the feedback. Or if you are looking to a more innovative R&D and you are more into a place where you, you talk about innovation engineering, you're more probably keen to discuss those kind of topics, how we can use technology as a competitive edge, not just the product and mm -hmm. the marketing, but the technology. I understand that people can feel confused after the last week. And like I was saying, like feeling that they can be replaced or or their job is less important than before. But now I think that it's a, a good time to just absorb what you already know and be better at, but absorb what you don't know, where you can become better. If, for example, as a PM, I feel that I could be better in the topics of marketing because I could help better the selling point of the company. Probably I should learn more about that and dig in into the marketing topics and work side by side with uh, the marketing team or with sales teams, not being like you're in your silo. I mean, my silo mm -hmm. and create that uh, relationship of just delivery, which is, oh, you tell me what to do. I deliver it, which is what happened you right? a lot. Um, yeah. And I, you mentioned and one point sometimes you, you get yeah. so comfortable with this of, Yes, but I'm here as a product manager, but people see me as a delivery man. Probably I'll not be able to, to influence anything else. So let's stick into that context and just focus on what I believe I'm good at. Yeah, it's, it's an excellent point that you touch because what I observe is a lot of PMs came uh, from the technological sector. And by this, I mean... Nowadays, almost every company is a technological company. So a lot of PMs are the classical PM of, I have an engineering team and I'm preparing features for them to do. So we have, or a lot of people have the concept of this PM that uh, writes uh, product backlog items, prepares them for the team, uh, manages something. them during, refine something, etc. And basically what's, Airbnb is saying is our PMs are not quite that. They are more lean towards marketing and they have other kinds of functions. The global idea is of this PM more connected to technological stuff and the skills that that brings. And suddenly someone saying this in my context is, is a little bit different and people went nuts. Uh, yeah. But I don't see it with bad eyes. And uh, what I believe that in the future you, you could bring to the table is I'm a PM and I have a set of tools, let's say, that I can bring to the table. And those tools will better adapt in some context. So maybe I'm just a PM that is very strong with delivery. I'm a PM that is very strong with discovery. I'm a, very, I'm a PM that is very strong uh, with design relationships and designing systems. I'm a PM that is very strong with marketing. I'm a PM that is very strong in growth. 
I'm a PhD set of skills. Cell. Yeah, it's yeah. a set of skills. That's why sometimes it's very hard to define uh, the role because it's more than a role. It's a set of skills that you can apply differently yeah. based on the context you have. And as you build exactly. your your career, again, you can be more exposed to uh, to growth, marketing, more exposed to engineering. Mm-hmm. And sometimes these flavors of PMs, if you jump into a high intensive innovation R&D engineering PM role to uh, like Airbnb in this case, probably you'll feel that clash, that difference. Like, But they are talking different language, but I'm PM here also. How does that work? So I don't see yeah. any comparable, I don't know if you see any comparable role that can have the same same name but so many different responsibilities. Um, I believe it's part of the, of being built over the last 10, 15 years. Um, and for example, if you go to pharma, PMs there, mm-hmm. product managers, they uh, are like marketers, yeah, brand brand managers. They are not yeah, yeah. talking about like... The, the usual technological PM, let's say. Yeah, exactly. I believe on tech is the only place where you have PMs just focus on delivery and PMMs focus on marketing, right? So that's why uh, I believe this morph can make sense, but also being careful before jumping into the bandwagon and saying, okay, let's get rid of the product management. Let's get all into marketing. Yeah. um, So many companies don't understand what PM does. That's what I I get it. Uh, I get they they create the separation between both. who delivers, who thinks about the message, the, the customer, like you were saying, the problems we are solving. So, and then you have PMs that are just reactive, doing lists of features, specs, we are, uh, backlogs. We are right? kind of seeing maybe, I hope I don't, I'm not uh, taking it too much of a leap on, on this on this next analogy, but we are seeing more or less the same as we saw with Agile a few years ago, where suddenly everybody was Agile yeah, coach and Scrum I mean, Masters. I got the same. Yeah, will depend I, get, I got the same feeling. Yeah, yeah and and in the same, in, in different companies, which was meaning different things, and nobody even know when it was like something that came from the world of technology and software development that now is going to have ramifications everywhere, and it's like now it's happening with PM, like it's it's appeared in the technological in more or less software it's, development it's part world, of the and now it's going everywhere. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I believe there is always that uh, enlightenment. Right, but then you yeah, exactly. people get frustrated. Companies get frustrated. Um, they explore different areas. Then there are companies that are leaders that explore a different f- philosophy, right? And then you say, "Oh, probably it's that." And then you get the fear of missing out. Like, "Oh, Airbnb is doing that. Let's prepare a program so every PM now is talks about Martin." But what does it make sense? <laughs> In the end, I mean, uh, and we'll do the, some key takeaways, but. I mean, you need to have empathy for the customers, solve problems, understand what they are doing right now, how they are finding alternatives and how your product can be the option they, they will select. And then you need design, you need marketing, you need engineering to build this, to deliver this and to brainstorm ideas. But if you're not a problem-solving person that thinks about the customer, that thinks about how we can build a business, viable business, doesn't mean anything to now jump yeah. in into bank one again of learning about marketing or learning about design or whatever because that's the PM way of of doing things. The other day I was making like my own reflections and I was thinking 
folks back in the 70s and the 80s, they did custom products also, and nobody was talking for Apple sure about in the uh, 80s. Yeah, yeah Apple in the 80s, they, about... they had, yeah, they, they were doing those. I mean, the messaging was there. The problem they were solving was clear. Yeah. How they do better than the others and, was clear. That was there. And now imagine, like, for example, 60s and 70s, where people were in the office, like, smoking cigarettes and uh, drinking whiskey all the time, and they were still delivering great products. So, in yeah. the end, selling red like this. Yeah. Have a goal, solve a problem to a customer, and how can you build a business around it? And along the way, new things of doing it will appear how you have relationship with customers and uh, and the means to get to people will change it's normal it's evolution but what i never saw changing was solve a problem to a bunch of people find a problem and solve it have Make goals go for them yeah yeah that's it this uh, didn't change yeah i would say we, we covered a lot of ground so you want to go for a few key takeaways yeah, what I get from this is that people felt confused, felt afraid because there is somebody telling something, right? That's what they felt was stable, secure. They, they felt that that was a acquired already. Now it's being changed and there is an evolution in the role. So I understand that point. But again, taking your words, the direction of what a product manager can bring to a company is very stable. I mean, your skills can change, your responsibility can change a little bit based on the context, but the direction is always the same. My tips to PMs that are now listening to this and accompanying this, uh, this topic is focus on building a good team, focus on the product you're building, how it contributes to the business, to the strategy. Use these variables, make decisions, inspire people around you, and you'll be fine. I mean, that's it. Don't get into the weeds. Yeah, don't get into the weeds of spending endless days in backlogs, specs, uh, pretty PowerPoints, reports, stuff, right? Because if you spend a lot of time doing this, if you spend a lot of your weekly time to do this, you're easily replaceable by an administrative by a tool. <laughs> yeah, or ChatGPT or whatever. I mean, you, you are just an expensive administrator. So focus on the things that are hard to do. Building a team, building a business, yeah. inspire people, tell the story. About I found that that's a nice topic for another podcast. That is uh, how much time do you spend on uh, administrative work that maybe you should could be spending on other things like... Yeah. Or don't focus too much on just trying to be the pure PM and do the pure things, but focus on the goal of bringing value. Yeah. Uh, that's a mistake that you made already, right? Like trying to be I 100%. Mean, it's, it's, it's normal. Uh, back, back I wouldn't say a mistake. It's a, it was a, it it's was a, learning. A, a, it's a learning, learning. process. Uh, yeah, when, exactly. when you look into... Uh, it, it was very valuable, actually, because doing things uh, purely for some time uh, helps you have... A deep understanding yeah, of in this case, you, you mean how pure, you, yeah. In, in this case, pure, you mean um, focus only on the on building the the story, the, the user stories, the estimate, refining, yeah, like, exactly, like more, exactly. more probably case, oriented to the product owner role of a uh, of uh, of Scrum, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, that was 
that was the reality some years ago uh, because people thought that okay my i like products uh, i like working with teams i like solving problems people are adopting scrums all, all over the world so let's see what they are doing there is a world called product owners okay i'll do that i'll take a certification blah blah, blah etc so yeah. that was the reality for a lot of people um, and then that was a, also a good shift because many tech people like engineers etc did that move to pm or pos or pms nowadays coming from that reality and i was one of them so i believe it was a, yeah. a, a good learning to start that it, way it was yeah it was in a i i have, I have a, a short a story to share like yeah. always <laughs> regarding uh, going through stuff for example i i, I was talking with a other pm the other day and uh, she wanted to do a roadmap session with their with their stakeholders and involving the development team and everything. And she thought this would be like a nice opportunity to have everybody in the company involved and bring everybody together. So she prepared a, a session that she thought this is going to be amazing. She ran the session. It didn't went as she expected. And in the end, she says, this for me was a huge learning experience. And this is why I always thought that everybody should be involved in everything. And I never understand when I was not in the role, why not everybody was involved. So I wanted to give it a try. And she gave it a try. And what she realized is some kind of people in certain parts of the process, they will just bring entropy. Okay. So for the next session, she will now know this, can adapt the session and have a more meaningful and, and take more juice out of it. And the key takeaway that I, I want to take from this is if someone would come to her and tell her, look, don't involve everyone in everything because it will, it will have a lot of entropy. She maybe will not never involve anyone and do it that way, but just because someone told her. But since she really have done it, the next time that she's talking to someone about it, that she wants to run a session like this, she will know by experience why it didn't go well. So she will be able to better explain to others why it didn't go well, why she didn't be involved and who should be involved. It's important to give it a try. And for us, I guess it was the same with, the, let's say, the pure stuff. It was yeah, important yeah. to give it a try, to make it exactly the way th they were taught. Because by experiencing it, by doing it every day, we learned what works and what didn't work for us in our context. But for us, a certain amount of time, I had to do it that way to make sure that at least I gave it a try and that I know now that if I'm going or not in the right path, in the right direction, because I tried me, myself, not others told me. And I think this is also valuable and important. And this is maybe another discussion for another day that is, I think that, for example, we should give the liberty to junior people to experience and try these things, even if we know that they are not okay. And our job is to let them do it to a certain point that you will not hurt the organization, but yeah. let them do it and then coach them and ask the important questions while they are, so they can take, they can reach the conclusions faster. Yeah, it's it's uh, having that environment where people feel safe to explore, to learn. And since you're like two or three steps ahead, you can oversee and and help mm -hmm. that people, that person exactly. to grow. Yeah, that's, that's very altruistic. Awesome, Nunu. I believe that's all. Yeah, Let's go back to the basics. All for today. That's
Yeah, let's go back to the basis, basics and focus on PMs of being the voice of the customer, understanding the process, the industry, how you solve those problems, and being fast on decision making. So we're all done for now, and we'll be together soon, in a couple of weeks when we start a, a new... Weeks, yeah, we have a couple of ideas for new episodes, probably a new format. Let's see what comes in. Yeah, stay tuned. Thank you. Nuno. News will come. Cheers. Bye. Okay. Cheers. Bye.